episode 17. <laughs> yeah. What's what up? an episode. What's up, Robin? <laughs> Reagan is very excited. She's doing her little R&B dance to her intro song. I was. I felt that feeling again, that soul that I feel yeah. with that song. Really? Celine Dion really connects <laughs> with you that way? Not really. I mean... Not it's that. fine if that's your thing. I said soul, and that's not really the word for it. No, not really. But it is, is you know, it's that... Uh, well, the Hallmark movies are filmed in Canada, so maybe. It's that nostalgia for Titanic is really what it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, not really. Because, again, she didn't let him up on that piece of furniture. Which she okay. totally could have. She absolutely could have. Anyway. I will point out, <laughs> if Reagan doesn't dance to the intro and really, like, bring it in, mm-hmm. she's a completely different person, and we have to re-record <laughs> like a start it's a do-over moment but she completely has to do it she cannot function anyway anyway y'all welcome to episode 17 y'all <laughs> i'm getting into the southern thing girl um this is happily never after the podcast where we break down these crazy hallmark movies in the modern way because, because we can they're just not modern they are not modern at all no much as they try they do they really try what they do is they just sprinkle in like you know they sprinkle in a youtube and they sprinkle in a thumb drive <laughs> i've never seen a thumb drive you know what i'm in saying in this though. one they sprinkled in a bluetooth earpiece that's for senior citizens <laughs> because that's how big it was that's right yeah that thing was huge okay no anyway. modern feminist to anything no, no no not really modern ways of thinking um, the woman is always um, immoral, right? Among everything else, as she because was in this one. So same, same, same. Everyone old is same. immoral in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we're bringing you my summer prince because Markle season. Markle season. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we are still on this. Um, Markle season is man, it, almost we, over. Yeah, it is almost done because people. They get hitched. Dude, I did not realize she was divorced. It's gonna be May. (laughs) Oh my god. I don't care. I don't care how corny people think that is. I freaking love that Justin Timberlake meme. And I will ride that shit out forever. (laughs) The only thing May means to me is May 4th. Because I'm a Star Wars fanatic. Oh my gosh. May the 4th be with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to celebrate that on Friday. My Summer Prince. um, Starring Taylor Cole. Mm-hmm. Now she is a she's a pretty seasoned Hallmark vet movie vet. Great, <laughs> Robin, don't give a shit. <laughs> she's like, I don't know this hell. I just watched this movie, um, so I will fill you in on those deeds. But yes, Taylor Cole, she's <laughs> she's pretty seasoned. I feel like she's been in several movies. She's very, I mean, she's mm-hmm. pretty stunning. I think I would say yes. She's an attractive woman. She carries herself well, mm-hmm. even if the parts they give her are pathetic. Yes. This was yeah. just ridiculous. So many places in this where because I was like, girl. She's one of those women that can be the girl next door pretty, mm-hmm. but yet you know that she has the capability to give you a look Yeah, and drop you. Oh, totally. She has. I mean, just her whole facial structure features... I mean, it really is it. perfection, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm, she's tall and thin. Yes. Oh, and she short hair, long hair. It doesn't matter. She looks good either way. It doesn't matter. Um, and then we have Jack Turner, who plays the male lead. He is um, our our quote unquote prince. Yeah. <laughs> our quote unquote British playboy. Yes, we will get we will get to gone him. good, gone good girl because he has a heart of gold. 
Playboy gone good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have Lauren Holly. Y'all know Lauren Holly. This is not a person that y'all don't know. She was in Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. She played like the female lead in Dumb and Dumber opposite Jim Carrey. Yep. She married that crazy crackhead for like a year or less. As did a lot of people. That's true. That's very true. Um, and yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. Picket like, Fences. Picket Fences, NCIS. Like you've seen her. Well, you have definitely and seen her. And her very manicured eyebrows. Yeah. She older now though. It's not, not quite the same. No. She's kind of raspy. Her voice was annoying. And then that's what made me remember her. I'm like, she has an annoying voice. And I heard this somewhere. It's cold as hell. Cold-blooded, Robin. Here we go. That's not cold-blooded. That's just... Some people have... No. I hear you. Actresses or actors that they can't just... Mm -hmm. Nothing against her. I mean, obviously people love her. It's like me and the McConaughey. I can't deal with him. Yeah, you just can't do it. People love him. Can't do it. Can't do it. Okay, so we talked about Lauren, and then... Um, Reagan can't do surfer guys that don't look like they can be on Wall Street. <laughs> no, I, just, I can't. You know what? If you look like you don't shower, and your hair looks mad greasy, and you're just like this, you know, hippie... I Like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I need a clean cut. She needs Andrew Walker. Right. <laughs> 25 yeah. eight. That's what I mean. So on Instagram, they did this thing like... Um, headshot like your <gasps> yes. first headshot old and, headshots day yes and so um there was one one of the hallmark instagrams who i'm forgetting their handle apologize um put a bunch of them on there oh. andrew walker doesn't look like he's really aged no he's he like, like looks exactly the same he is that guy who will not age we should honestly we should look up how old he is i mean i can't imagine he's older than 38 maybe or something like that i feel like he might be in his mid to late 30s but he married though he, he is married. They got a little boy. So cute. He puts him all over his Instagram. It is very adorable. Of course um, you're on his Instagram. Why does that not shock me? You know I'd be following that AA walk. Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Girl, oh my you know God. I dig him so hard. Okay, so I am going to synopsis He was born my in 1979. Prince. Oh, well, he's the same as me. There you go. Oh. June 9th. Oh, so I'm like five months older than him. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Meant to be. Okay. Oh my God. All right. Synopsis. M F E O. We got it. Okay. So, my summer prints. Okay. So this is how it goes. Basically, PR firm. They specialize in getting people. You know, they handle shit like Olivia Pope. Yeah, it's Olivia Pope. It's Olivia it's Pope. It's white Olivia it's, Pope. It is. And she's trying really hard, and it's, it's just not working. It's not. But um, there is a prince who, like Robin said, is a playboy. And um, he went out to Colorado and got himself in some trouble in a fountain. So it was not Colorado. Yes, it was. It was like Idaho or something. Oh, it was Idaho. I yeah. thought it was Colorado. No. Okay, my bad. Hudaho, Idaho. Okay. So <laughs> she. <laughs> so everybody goes out to Idaho because they've got to get him. Like he's in trouble. Like the sheriff does not want to let him leave. Whatever. So yeah, because he did stupid shit. He did stupid shit, like like disrespected a fountain. So, PR yeah. firm goes there. Vandalism. They get hired by this, you know, this. He's the crown. He's the crowned prince of Edgemere. Yeah, because that doesn't Edgemere, sound. No, that sounds totally legit. So, <laughs> Edgemere hires the PR firm. They've got to go. Taylor Cole, who plays um, Mandy Cooper. 
she assumes the identity of her boss to get, who gets chicken pox to get him out of trouble. And in all of this, they end up getting close. They fall in love. Um, and like, but this whole misunderstanding ensues and, you know, but it all yeah. works out in the end. And, you know, she ends up with him back up in Edgemere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still don't know what happens with her career, but I guess we don't care about that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Pretty so that's... It. The chicken pox thing. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. We will, because I I need to talk about that. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> opening scene. Mandy walks in and... With a Bluetooth on her ear. <laughs> that is the size of... It's bigger Kansas. than the one my father had. <laughs> Guys, my father was legitimately on retirement. On retirement. Like, love him. Great. Whatever. He is going to be 70 soon. I'm pretty sure he has the same model. He doesn't use it anymore because even he knows that that makes him look older. (laughs) Your dad's like, I need to keep myself. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what he does. Yeah, 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 totally. That sounds like him. Okay, so, but she walks in. That does not actually sound like him. No, no, no. You're getting the sense, though, that Mandy, who Taylor Cole, this beauty, you know, she's got it all together. But she is Lauren Holly's bitch. Like, she is... That's an understatement. Oh, my gosh. Lauren Holly... So, Lauren Holly is her boss, and she's, like, the head of this PR firm. Mm-hmm. And she, right now... It's named after her. Yes, it is. They are working on, um, like, a you know a case. I don't know why I'm calling yeah. it a case. They're not detectives. A client is a children's yes. book author. Yes. Who basically berated her staff like a crazy person. <laughs> because she is. But, okay, this is why she's a crazy person. Her famous book was called The Sing salamander like seriously can't we yeah that would drive anybody crazy just do they have to make it so ridiculous can't they make it sound somewhat legitimate and all the alliteration with the singing salamander the s like i we don't know the kids they don't you can't write a book where someone's singing that's called a musical and you need to record and once your kids start reading they don't they don't need all that okay so anyway um, but she's walking in and she's like basically got to bring her boss coffee. And so she's her assistant. Um, but she totally saves the day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's the one who's like making sure she's like the behind the scenes person. So she's mm-hmm. making sure everything else gets done like that. Oh, the press release is all set up and we've got the notes for this and da 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 da. So she's like getting all the behind the scenes stuff. And then she's got to bring her boss coffee. I'm like, I straight up said in my notes, if I... I could never have a job where I had to bring someone coffee. Fuck that. No. <laughs> I've never well, had a job like that. Probably a couple reasons. <laughs> and I never will. No. And I never would. No. Like, I'm sorry. I'm already... Being nice to someone and being like, hey, I'm getting yeah. coffee. Would you like one? Completely totally different. different. But exactly. when it's expected of you, you got two arms. Bitch, please. Yeah. And you, you make more money than I do, so you can walk yeah. yourself over to the fancy Keurig and yeah, figure out Yeah, and you can it. buy me some coffee, actually. Um, yeah, and I just, like, I'm already black and a woman. I don't need to then also bring you coffee. I'm not your mammy, okay? Like, let's put it on Front Street for you, home boy. Um, or home girl in this case. Okay, but anyway. Yeah, but this, this children's book author is like, I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to do all this shit, right? And so Lauren Holly, who they call Dragon Lady at one point, which is really funny. Because <laughs> I hilarious. called the manager of my old company that. Because that woman is a fucking Dragon Lady. <laughs> Everybody know one. She is, she is a word Everybody that I will not one. say. I'm just putting that on notice. Anyway, I hear you. but what is her name? Lauren Holly's character's name. Oh my gosh, why? It's can like I the one name. Deirdre. Deirdre. That's right. But she calls her Deidre, and it drives me nuts. I have a cousin named Deirdre, 
It's not my favorite name. But like, well, some people hopefully you don't listen to this. Deidre. <laughs> some people say Deirdre. Oh, okay. I, I think it, Is it one of these you can say it either or? Well, I think some people don't spell it with the extra R. So I don't I, know. Anyway. So I have a name where you just know how it sounds. Okay. I did say Deirdre, Deirdre to myself when I was yeah. writing it and spelling it. And Me all too. That. Me too. But yeah, but she's like all like forceful. Mm-hmm. And the children books, children's book author is like not even... She's just looking at her like, okay, bitch, like, you want to go around? You just saw what I did to my staff. Let's go. And then she looks to Mandy, and Mandy's like calm, keeps it together, Mm -hmm. pulls it out, and the woman does what she's supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? They saved the day. This woman's reputation, apparently, I guess, after one interview on TV is saved. You know it's not. No, not at all. That woman's not selling We've been talking about her for months. Um, So... We get back, so after they've saved this woman's reputation and the interview's over and they get back to the office and Deidre walks in like, you know, she's the queen of the everything world. Yeah, um, that's fine. So she kind of goes into her office. Oh, we've, she's like, we've slayed the dragon lady. Like, whatever. So she goes off into oh, her office. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It applies to both. It really does because she's also a dragon lady. Um, so we get to, this is where we meet the receptionist. Yeah. Who, of the PR firm smoking hot young girl again now this girl i thought she was black she her last name is latina of some sort i cannot remember i i am db'd her and then i left and then i let it go but gorgeous girl she might be half black half latina she might just be latina i don't know what it is but this girl is smoking hot and she is kind of for me she kind of ends up playing the conscience of mandy throughout the film yeah she's totally um, jimmy cricket yeah absolutely she's like the person who reminds her like um are you really supposed to be doing that ashley or like, santos uh, ashley santos yes so gorgeous girl just smoking 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 so mm-hmm. whatever though she has like a bit part um but she's kind of important you know because she is this person that mandy ends up kind of relying she on steers throughout the, the movie. Whole thing. she does she steers a lot of it and she reminds mandy that like remember i know deirdre gets a lot of the you know, glory, but but you're the work behind it. You know, you're the one who's really, you know, making things happen behind the scenes. So it was cool. Yeah. And then she walks in with some fancy shoes. Yeah. Her Ferragamo pumps. I'm going to, I'm going to go ask for the extra responsibility, which we all know means give me some more damn money. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't really want more responsibility, but if that's what I got to do, sure. Or let me have my own clients. Like give me enough respect. It's, it's yeah. all about respect, people. Yeah. And it sounds like she's been doing this work for, you know, a Long good enough. amount of years now that she probably could take on some more responsibility. Well, and I think the other part is after we see the scene with the author, you know that she's the one that sealed that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she goes in. Oh, this is so terrible. To her boss's office. Yeah. Um, whoa. First of all, I will definitely wear the one piece in my closet that makes me feel amazing if I'm going to ask for anything big. Yeah. No matter what, people can sit there and say, oh, you shouldn't have to wear lipstick or do this or whatever. It doesn't matter. No. Whatever boosts your confidence, you do it. I don't care what it is. Absolutely. Don't worry what anyone says. Oh my gosh, so true. Even if it's wearing like the sexiest underwear you want underneath of a sweatshirt and jeans, yeah. do it. Right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so she walks into this office and basically asks for what she wants. Yep. Kind of timidly, which I think most people would be. Sure. And then her boss, like, gives her this look. And what I wrote, she said, you're good at doing what you're told. Well, first of all, in the last scene, you didn't tell her to do any of that shit. 
So let's get some stuff oh, straight. Yeah. And later when she takes credit for her shit. Oh my, oh God. my gosh. Oh. And then she, the thing is, is Rain's manager. I've been a manager. Like you don't break people down to where they're nothing. Because no. A, you're not going to get any work out of them. Nope. You've completely disrupted their whole mental capacity for work now because they're going to be so worried or anxious mm-hmm. or upset for who knows how many days. Yeah. Men and women. Men There's act just, like it doesn't affect them, but it does. Yeah. There's zero trust when you do that, right? Like, no. And it makes you feel like no one even... You have no respect. Why are you going to work for someone that doesn't respect you? Yeah. People get all over millennials and they don't have work ethic or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I'm technically... The first year in millennials, right? No, like I'm yeah. sorry, but I'm not going to stand for being treated like I'm worthless. No, it's not. So, it's not what mm, you should do. I would have punched her in the face. Yeah. So okay. and then sorry. you know, so she she gives her this whole thing. I mean, I, I thought the ketchup analogy was pretty funny. Where uh, I don't know, I I actually I thought it was so demonstrative and demeaning that I just wanted to get it and squirt it in her face. It was very demeaning, but it was kind of this. The essence of it was, where do you keep your ketchup? And she's like, oh, I keep it in the fridge. And her boss is like, well, why do you keep it there? And she's like, I don't know. Like that's just, like basically just that's where people keep it. But like she's like, what about when you go to a diner? It's just sitting on the table. So she's like, the difference is you keep your ketchup in the fridge because somebody told you to do that. Because I keep it in the fridge. I keep it in the fridge because it's my preference, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, bitch. Like, oh my God. Like, why is why is that even important? Because here's the thing. If you ask any damn freaking person, <laughs> CEO or maid, yeah, where they keep the ketchup, it's in the fridge. They're not going to sit there and tell you, yeah. I put it in the fridge because I like it cold. Yeah. They're going to say, I put it in the fridge because... Everyone puts it in the damn fridge. Right, exactly. It doesn't really matter. Because let's face it, you go to the diner and you get that warm ketchup. And it's you're just like, not as satisfying. No, it's gross. And you're anyway. wondering about how long it's been sitting there. Anyway, so her point being, you don't dig deep enough. <laughs> That's what I wonder, sorry. Yeah. Well, you don't dig deep enough, you know, you need to understand why things are done in a certain way and that's just not who you are. Which is but, sort of like, fuck off, because how, how do you even know how she is? Like, you haven't given her an opportunity to show what she can find out or know. So Well, it's all thing. right there in front of you anyway. She yeah. does her job. She does it well. Right. Yeah. Not the Who best way to get stuff hire? out of people. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. And then she's, like, also doing it in this weird, like, she's, like, oddly whispering it at her. You know, like, that, like, snaky type, like, mm-hmm. you know, I do things because it's my preference. You do things because people tell you to do. Like it's like, ugh. Like it's all. It's very Dragon Lady Whisper. I don't like it at all. It's not good. No. So anyway, she sits behind her desk. Great. Yes. Because it protects her. Exactly. Yeah. It's like having a freaking podium or something. It's weird. So Mandy goes home. And she's just, like, on the phone with her mom, and she's, like, venting, you know, about, like, I work, you know, and her mom's like, you work harder than everybody else, blah, blah, blah. And, which As is, moms should do. Yeah, because everybody thinks should. their kid works harder than everybody. That's not always the case. But anyway, um, so they've got this beach trip planned. So she's like, whatever, tomorrow, I'm hitting the plane, I'm going to meet you guys at the beach, it's going to be amazing, vacation, whoop, whoop. Um, so they're all excited. Enter Prince Colin of Edgemere. On her TV. On her TV, <laughs> who decides to basically bathe with his clothes on in the historic fountain of the town of Greenbrier, Greenbrier, Idaho. Yes. Which is the Founder's Fountain. Mm-hmm. It's where people go, and it's like the most revered thing in this whole town. Why the hell is he in Greenbrier, <laughs> Idaho? I still haven't figured out how he ended up there. That was never really explained well at all. 
Because Edgemere and Idaho really have a lot in common. And we don't even know where Edgemere is. No. It's but not he's British, ever. of course. It feels The sun never sets on the British Empire. <laughs> Apparently that oh, still God. is the case. Anyway. Good lord. So cut to Colin's kingdom. And we meet Penelope. And she's basically like... <laughs> Hand she's, of the Queen. <laughs> yeah. She's the communications director. Yes. So they give her a real title, but basically she chases the prince and spanks him in, in a non-sexual way. <laughs> exactly. It's a good way to describe it. <laughs> um, and she's been spanking him for years. So yes. this yes. has been going on for years. Colin is a notorious, Prince Colin, he is a notorious, like, just wild not only child. a playboy, but yeah, wild child. Yeah, exactly. I don't even think it's... Playboyish, Mm-mm. it's, it's wild, wild child. Like yeah. He's he's basically like your drunk uncle that you're not <laughs> sure if you should invite him or not to any holiday because there's a chance the police might show up. Everybody's he's got gonna one. be drinking so much and like getting in trouble for a decent exposure somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. might be your uncle, might be your stepdad, <sighs> might okay. be your all right neighbor cousin. <laughs> Auntie. All right. Anyway, but I do have a note. So the, the queen talks about how like there's this. Ball or Jubilee. 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 Whatever. It's in 10 days. She's she's been queen for 25 years. And all I got to say is she looks damn good for being queen for 25 years, which means she's got a plastic surgeon on retainer. This queen. She does have the thick lips of someone who's had some collagen. Absolutely. This queen. That's your thing. That's fine. But she is. She is. She is a very gorgeous woman. Like she standing next to Colin. She looks like she could be his older sister. Yeah. Yeah, he did not come out of that. No, no. That's mm-hmm. not a real... Not that hoo-ha. Okay. Wow, so. okay. <laughs> we also find out that the prince is, prince is engaged. <laughs> right? Yes, just not of his own volition. <laughs> no, of course not. Because they never are. It's an arranged marriage yes. with Isabella. Yes, Lady Isabella. I gotta Isabella. say, when we find... When we see Lady Isabella, not impressed. Not impressed at all. No. She is the plainest looking white girl that I have ever seen in my damn life. <laughs> Okay, wow. Way to I'm bring just, it down to that. I'm just looking at her like, wow, you're so wafy and sad. Like, you're not even... She's just nondescript. Yes, just any girl you'd see and it in could a public... Be, <laughs> it, they could have made her up that way, but like... No, but this is what they tried. do. But this is what they do in Hallmark. They because, make everyone play. Yes, and they... Yeah, because they have to really, like, play up... I mean, if you put Taylor Cole next to this girl... You don't need to do much, but no. they just really waved her out. Yeah, they basically and put her in a burlap sack. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. just even what she had on when we first see her. They had the like, intern oh, do her makeup that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was. Yeah. It's not good. So, um, so we don't see the negotiations, but they have hired Deirdre's firm to get him out of this debacle of this fountain business. Because the communications director can't. Mm-hmm. She's like, been there, done that. I yeah. know all the tricks. This guy is not budging. Yeah. Why? Because he's American, probably. Exactly. Isn't the whole American British Empire thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Um, so. So they have a meeting at the firm. Yes. Oh, at, my like, gosh. late at night. This meeting. It's pathetic. <laughs> it was the worst run meeting I have ever seen in my life. Well, and the best, the the terrible part. So they're in this meeting and, you know, Deirdre's breaking it down to everybody. It's like her, you know, this is like her Prince meeting Colin to. Yeah. Is a naughty boy. Yes. And she, she wants to spank him in a sexual way. She does. But, um. You can see it. Too old. So, it's like um. It's a frothing. It's a frothing. She would. She would, she would be throbbing. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know. Yes. Frothing. So, brought to you, by the way. Yes. Angry Orchard Hard Cider. They have a rosé out with French apples that have the red flesh. And it is just pretty damn good. I have finished mine. It was delicious. Yeah, I'm almost done. So, they're in this meeting and... You know, she's talking all about how, you know, she's giving everybody, like, their own little assignments, right? Like, Jamal. So, there's a black guy in the meeting. He gets to, like, check out the sheriff or whatever. We see him for five seconds. Yeah, he's just basically, like, he just looks and he doesn't even, he just says, like, okay. And he gets the token black job, right? Find out all the dirt. (laughs) He did get kind of, Because you look like you could threaten somebody because you're black. (laughs) Way to go, Hallmark. I'm just saying. No, it's true. So. I don't think that way. No, no, no. So she starts to give Mandy a job, and then Mandy's like, um, actually, I'm supposed to be on this beach. And then Mandy proceeds to overshare yeah, she in should not this overshare. meeting about her beach trip with her mom and her sister, and well, I had told you on this day, and blah, blah. And I'm just like, I'm flashing in my mind to all of these meetings where I have actually seen people do this where they get way too deep in their own personal business. And there's 10 of us in this meeting. I don't care about you. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about what you're doing after work or why you can't come on Wednesday. Like, I don't care. Just say, well, she did start out by saying, I'm on vacation. And yep. she's like, well, how come I haven't heard about it? And she's like, well, actually, you approved it. So yeah. I have to give her credit for like... But she should have just stopped it there. She should have stopped. We could talk about this offline. You know what yeah. I mean? We can talk about some meetings over, you know? But, you know... Oh, God bitch woman is just staring her down like change your plans yeah and then she starts to overshare and it just yeah it's like it goes downhill it's a sweater unraveling mm-hmm. so she's on a plane to idaho <laughs> because she's not going on vacation now but you know what's her name uh deirdre does make a point at the end of the at the end of the meeting to be like or in this part of the meeting to say oh miss you know i wanted all this responsibility and now you're like going on vacation which she made her feel a little shitty about her vacation but Anyway, so yeah, I still think she's that off to was Idaho. completely unfounded. No, 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 it was unfounded. But I think she's also when she does that, I it think is a she's big opportunity. So a manipulative little bitch. <laughs> like you don't manipulate your staff. No, mm-mm, not at all. So, um, but you know, it's probably a good idea for her to go anyway. So, um, anyway, they go and they fly. Um, they fly, and they're in the car afterwards, and of course, like. Of course, Mandy's Mandy's driving driving and she sits in the back seat. Deirdre just sits in the back seat as though Mandy is her fucking chauffeur. I know. Like a total asshole. Um, And then she's bitching and moaning about some baby who was crying on the plane right next to her and how terrible it was. And why do people even bring babies on planes? Um, Yeah. Bitch, because babies need to go places too. (laughs) Why are babies allowed in first class? And all I can think of is... Mom and dad probably realized something was wrong with the kid and bought first class thinking they'll, the kid will mess with less people in first class. Do you know how expensive first class is? Nobody's doing that for that. Okay. (laughs) But. I just figured if if you have enough money to fly first class with a toddler, chances are money is not an issue. I probably drove. I probably drove. Um, but it was so, so terrible. So they drive up to this banging ass lodge. Yeah, which Deirdre calls, like, the tiny hotel. Yeah, she's like, oh, we're going to a tiny hotel. <laughs> the little hotel, something like that. And then Mandy drives up and she's like, is this the tiny hotel you're talking about? Is this banging ass lodge? And imagine you're in Idaho, right? Mountainous, rolling hills and trees and shit. <laughs> it's all woodsy. 
this is like big A-frame, like yeah, whole lodge thing. Gorgeous. So Penelope is like, or not Penelope, sorry, um, Deirdre. She's like, they get to the checkout and she's like, oh, she's got something wrong with her. She's verklempt. There's no other way to say it. No, that's exactly verklempt is exactly the right. But term. not justifiably. No, because then she starts talking about she has jet lag. I'm like, okay, these people are in New York. And then she flew to Idaho. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No. If, and if you get jet lag from that much of a time change, it's on the way back. Right. Because you're, it's yeah. late. It, you gained time. <laughs> yeah. You get to do shit over, girl. Like, yeah. you get to, you, your last three hours, you get to live again. <laughs> do you know how? You they could make, I think time. they've made Hallmark movies about this. This is like, you know, I, like, I don't have to be a bitch right now. I could go back and make, make amends. <laughs> can be better like when people ask me ghosts of travel past people who live on the east like way east like we're all in the eastern time zone Mm -hmm. i have really been asked by people who live up north like oh god don't or from either way if there's a time difference (laughs) i'm like i I need to meet I, i can't meet the people you work with I would kill them. No, no, not not people I work with. Oh. Like, this is like, you know, I mean, this might be, ran- I don't even know who this is. It might be people I've interviewed or something like that. But like, no. is there a time, like, no, that, d- it doesn't go that way. No. <laughs> doesn't go that way. Why, why are you so dumb? <laughs> it's like the people, okay, little history. I study climate change. I have had people actually tell me that, like going from Pennsylvania to Maryland, the reason it's it's warmer in in the Baltimore is because it's further south. Okay. And I'm like, <clears throat> it, it's 20 minutes on a highway. All right. It's because it's a city. It's yeah. A lot going on there. Yeah. One lot going now, on. Now I legitimately, even though I should know this stuff, I don't know exactly where the time zone lines are. So if I'm getting a little, mm-hmm. I know it's around here somewhere. Yeah. I will ask or Google. Yeah. Google is your friend, people. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't get, sound like an idiot. Yeah, like, like Nashville's in Central Time, Google. so you gotta, like, know that that's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's pretty far east, but it's not that, it's not far enough yeah. to be out of Central don't Time. Don't call Nashville like, at 8 o'clock in the morning. No, don't do that. do anything. Don't do that. All right, anyway, let's cut back to Penelope. She's in Idaho, and she is charged with sort of meeting the PR firm and bringing Prince Colin home as well. So that's what she's he, there she's for. She's gonna find Colin. Yeah, she's gonna, right, because they can't find him right now. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. So the next morning... Mandy goes to Deirdre's room. She's supposed to go there and go over the notes with her. And they're supposed to then, you know, meet up with Penelope and and hopefully Colin, I guess. Um, And she gets to Deirdre's room and Deirdre is covered in like a spotty rash. Yeah. Pox. Deirdre got them pox. (laughs) She got chicken pox, which I think is hysterical and ridiculous. So ridiculous. So she got them from that baby on the plane. (laughs) Because everything's the baby's fault. Everything's the baby's fault. Why the hell? Okay, this was what two years ago, twenty sixteen. Why the hell don't you have a vaccine if you didn't have it as a kid? You know what? And I think she doesn't strike me as an anti-vaxer. I'm just saying. And here's the thing: I never got chickenpox. So did you know anybody that did? I yeah, I had friends at school that did, but I just never got it. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure I got vaccinated when I was pregnant with Dallas. 
I think that was, I think I got vaccinated back then. Yeah. Yeah. So no. anyway. One kid on my street got it and we all had to play together. <laughs> yeah. It was like, go, go rub up against them kids. <laughs> and we did. Yeah. And we all, cause the, the moms would get together and they'd slather us with the calamine yeah. and the oatmeal. We all took baths together and it was just like a, yeah. this is part of childhood. Let's get through it. That's what you do. Don't scratch your face. Right. You will regret it if you're a girl in 16. Yeah. Four, five okay. days. Yes. So they start WebMDing that shit and um, it's not going well. Um, it is hysterical, though. Yeah, Deirdre's adult ass has the chicken pox, which is hilarious. She is straight up like, you know how you've heard, you know, what happens when a woman gets a flu versus the man baby flu? Oh, jeez, yes. Deirdre. Gotta hear about Deirdre. it all day. Oh, my God. Okay. Makes the man flu look legitimate. Yeah, she's... She is off the charts crazy. She's really crazy. And I actually wrote in here, is a complete waste of a human being. <laughs> She's pretty much a now toilet that's person. Cold. She's a toilet person. Um, so, so Mandy basically has to go to the meeting in her place, right? There's yeah. no option. She cannot go to this meeting. She's contagious, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, this is where it all starts to go horribly wrong. And Mandy is the biggest friggin' idiot that I've ever known in my life. Mm-hmm. So, not that she's a real person, I get that, but still. So, whoever wrote this, yeah, just come on. Um, and then it's so funny because. What's her name? Deirdre goes, here's your here's your chance for greater responsibility, Mandy. And it's like, like shoving it in her face. And Mandy's like, thank you. Like, did, this is what I've been waiting for. Did Hallmark need to spoon feed us that line either? Like, we no. knew that. Like, we, we got the sense that this is what's coming, right? That she's yeah. going to be the one who has to rise up. Okay, Hallmark. All right, we get it. So the, like, the valet, what's it? What are they called? Bellboys? I don't know what they're actually called. Yeah. Uh, bell, Yeah. Bellman? I don't know. I don't know. Bellhops? Bell Something hop. like that. Yeah. Um, because when uh, Deirdre couldn't handle anything the day before, she needed all of her clothes pressed. <laughs> and so the bellhop guy brings it up into the hallway where Mandy is leaving Deirdre's room. That girl straight up takes her boss's clothes. Okay, for you guys know Lauren Holly, right? She is not tall. Mm-mm. Mandy... What's her Taylor Cole? Yeah, is like a foot, a foot and a half taller than Lauren Holly. A foot and a half. <laughs> I mean, and sl- like super slender, mm-hmm. like not curvy slender, right? Like thin Taylor Swift type body, maybe sure. a little bit more, but sure. yeah. And so she takes her boss's clothes, and I'm just thinking to myself, no way in hell. Yeah, and if I were a boss, all these days without my anyway, fine. I would have we'll gotten the boss's credit card and gone and bought new clothes. <laughs> right. I would not have... No. That's just disgusting. I don't even understand, though. Why Why do you need your boss's clothes? You just bought a pair of Ferragamo pumps. You don't have a couple suits in your closet that look good enough for you to, like, go have these meetings with these people? I don't understand. Well, according to her boss at the end of the movie, no. Okay. Well, that's great. So, cut to Colin's room. Mm-hmm. Penelope is drawing back these drapes. You know, he's laying in bed and she's trying to get him up. Lord, these accents, because his accent is so weird and terrible. Hers is I, but I just, I don't really know. So she tells him, you need to get dressed and join me in the drawing room. And I'm just thinking to myself, is this 1786? Like, <laughs> Maybe people talk like that still. I don't but know. What, if somebody told me to go to a drawing room, I'd, I'd be like, no where idea. that is? <laughs> like, uh... The- the room where my son has literally drawled on the wall. Oh, right. Is that the lobby? That would be his room. Yes, exactly. Is, is it the... I don't know where that is. And you're in a hotel. 
Exactly. In Greenbrier, Idaho. There's no drawing room there. There is a bedroom. Yeah. There is a sweet-ish looking kitchen. Girl. Mm-mm. And there's some old, uncomfortable couch. I wouldn't know That's what that what was. That's what you got. Mm-mm. So, then... She is hysterical, though. She's... Penelope's great. Penelope. Penelope's great. She becomes a really she's great a character. Anyway. Right, she is. So, Mandy is, like, standing at the door, and she's taking some deep-ass breaths, and she's like... You can do this. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, nobody talks to themselves like that. And um, some people who have therapists talk to themselves <laughs> like that because they're told to. My bad. You do that if you need to. That's very good. Okay. So you do that. Fine. Mandy. Penelope opens the door. M- Mandy says, it's like Deirdre a mess. Yeah. She's like, oh, yes, it's Deirdre. Oh, Kelly. That's it. Yeah. Miss Kelly. Oh, Miss Kelly. It's wonderful to meet you, right? Or whatever you say to somebody when you open the damn door and you never met him before. And Mandy has a panic attack. Like, she cannot speak. Like, straight up panic attack. So Eyes then, wig out of her head. It's yeah. weird. So, of but course, it's logically, mm-hmm. the best thing to do at that point is to assume your boss's identity. <laughs> yeah. You dumb Explaining shit. Explaining that your boss has chicken pox and does not want to also infect... The prince that we've come to save. Yes. But that you are under her complete and total direction and that she will be updated and briefed on a daily basis about the goings-ons of what's going on. I probably wouldn't have even gone that far. <laughs> I would have just been like, um, she has chicken pox, so I'm yeah. here to help you. Right. What do you need? Exactly. But I mean, you know, trust and believe. We are working as a team. We will get you through this. You know. Yeah, let's I don't started. want you to have less confidence in us because, you know, mm-hmm. you're not working with the person that you thought you were working with. I get it. Well, I just wrote, what the actual fuck? You're so stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. But as soon... So she walks in the room, and as soon as she meets Colin, who comes in all whatever, they both take a beat. Because <laughs> she's like, who that is? He fine. And then she look, he's looking at her, who that is? She fine. You know, and so yeah. they do that whole... Yeah. I mean, it's really like 10 seconds, but it's... It's actually like five seconds, but it's... There's a beat there. Oh, yeah. It's completely overacted to the point where... <laughs> For some people that don't get subtle, yeah, no. you know, you know what's happening. Yeah, you get it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he does make the whole my proper title is, and I'm just like you entitled oh, Jesus. prick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's the crown prince of Edgemere, like, and he okay. brings up, oh, you don't look as old as I thought you would be. And she's <laughs> like, I moisturize, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? She's like, I I don't know one cream that makes you look like you're legitimately 15 years younger. No, it's terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she proceeds to just like say a bunch of the things that Deirdre said when she was with the author lady. Yeah, completely forceful. Completely not her and her skill set. It was weird. And he's just like, we don't need your services. (laughs) Like, I'm done with this. And to hire an American. Because, you know, we're the worst people on Earth. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you came to Idaho. So, anyway, mm-hmm. we didn't Green ask. Greenbrier, Idaho. Yeah, nobody asked you here. We still don't know why you're here. To jump around in a fountain. Yeah. Like, what is that? Okay. I don't so, know. now they're at the sheriff's department. I just don't understand it. So, she's, so Mandy's got to go to the sheriff's department because she's got to try and negotiate with the sheriff. Like, hey, can't we, like, because the sheriff is the one who doesn't want to charge him. Yes. And put him in jail. And that's why he can't even leave. Like, he can't just go home because, like... He might be under arrest, y'all. So, yeah. <laughs> got to like make this I'm pretty r- sure he was bring these under charges arrest, down. Yeah. And they probably paid a yes, some sort of bail, bail fee. <laughs> because, you know, they probably have the shackle attached to the wall in the police department. 
Oh my god. And so when she sits down with the sheriff and they are talking about what he did, you would think people that he like murdered someone <laughs> or peed all over yes. the statue of the founding fathers. Of course. Or of course. Donald Trump cuz Donald Trump would have acted the same way. <laughs> exactly. He peed on my shoe. He's like if we don't, you know, if we don't charge him or whatever, these hooligans will take over the town. I mean, it was so Idaho. Like, it was, it was so, like, they made Idaho sound like this This Greenbrier Idaho podunk. sound like the most podunk town. Exactly. That was totally the word I had in my head. It was just, like, so irritating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. So she's kind of working on the sheriff. She's... Oh, Wait, she's been she's able trying... to negotiate it, though. She yeah. got it down to community service and something Basically else. Basically, like, fine, listen, you have a prince here. You can throw him into jail and make it, a, you know, mm-hmm. an example out of him. Or you could take advantage of the fact that the media loves him, and then you'd be doing your town a service. And since yes. you're only doing this because you love your town, right? let's think of the best way to go about this. Right. And he's cool with it because he's getting something out of it, right? Yep. He's making an example. He's mm-hmm. doing his thing. Whatevs. Yeah, totally. So, in the meantime, she calls her, you know... Multicultural assistant. Yes, her multicultural assistant conscience. Um, and her... Even she's like, why did you tell them you were Deirdre? Like, she's even like, you so stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at that point, you should think, you know what, let me just go tell them. I freaked out for a minute because I was worried that yeah. you wouldn't take us seriously. But... This is who I am. Right. Yeah. Exactly. My boss is so stupid, she didn't get a vaccination, yeah. so you shouldn't really trust her anyway. Exactly. I'm here. Or just tell um, them, I don't know. And I'm Mandy. Leprosy or something. You know? Leprosy. Make it worse than it is. If you're going to lie, make it fun. That's true. Yeah. Really, really edge it up. <laughs> um, so, more, so back to Colin and Penelope, I think, having this conversation about how he feels all dictated to. The Royal Jubilee is in eight days now. Um, and he's a liability, you know. Oh, he's such a liability. He's a terrible liability for no. this fountain business. A liability <laughs> is your 16-year-old on your driver's license. Yeah. Or on your driver's insurance. That's a liability. Yeah. This is, I don't know. Yeah. It's not that Mom's big of a been deal. around for 25 years, and she looks like she could go at least another 25. <laughs> I really don't think anything matters. We could have just postponed this five years, and then Charles he probably would have been Charles has not been made king yet, because his mom <laughs> refuses to die. Just saying. That's true. Edgemere? Yeah. Yeah. Not as not as big a problem. So, um, his image has to be rehabilitated before he can get back, and he's got to marry this lady, Isabella. Like, listen, all this stuff needs to happen, people. Like, get it taken care of. Um, so, Mandy, back to Mandy. She's tending to Deirdre, who we found out now is contagious for up to five days. Mm-hmm. Um and so this is hilarious. So Deirdre wants her to get Penelope on the phone. Because she's like, well, if I can't meet her, then at least I can talk to her over the phone and try to smooth some of this stuff out, right? But Deirdre at this point has already told Penelope that she... Or Mandy at this point has already mm-hmm. told Penelope that she's Deirdre. So she can't very well have Deirdre no. get on the phone with Penelope. That's just going to... The whole jig will be up. This just makes her look even more immoral and stupid and pathetic. So bad. So she's running a bath, an oatmeal bath, for um, her boss, Deirdre, which mm-hmm. is like, I am not running you a bath. No, it's a little, no. Yeah. And um, so she decides, well, 
I guess she... Did she do it on purpose? She picked up her phone. She's looking at the tub. She's looking at the phone. She's looking at the tub. She's looking at the phone. And, and it's Deirdre's phone. the last minute... It's Deirdre's phone. <clears throat> the last minute, she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. Why would I even think about this? But as she's doing that, she flings her hand and the phone lands... In the tub. In the tub. With the water. Mm-hmm. All running through it. So now Deirdre's phone is totally messed up. So this buys her a little bit more time. A couple days... I'll get you a new phone. And Deirdre's just like, oh my gosh, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so, like, kind of like, you're so stupid. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so Mandy gets to Penelope's room at this point because she leaves Deirdre with her bath. And Colin is missing. So yeah. this guy is slippery as hell. He is always missing. Um, and they're supposed to be prepping for a press conference. Yeah, there's a press conference. <laughs> He just disappears. Why? Because he doesn't give a fuck, right? But we've already established that. Yeah. And it's like, is he five? Like, we can't find him. We have lost this grown man You're twice in now. Greenbrier, Idaho, population 255. <laughs> See, and this is why if only they had made him black, then he would have been so much more easy to find in this town. <laughs> I'm just saying. For the record, that was not in my notes. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm just, it was just something that crossed my mind. Anyway. So now this is hilarious. She, Mm -hmm. so Mandy basically goes around town asking people, have you seen this man? Oh, I know. (laughs) Fucking ridiculous. I'm like, is this all we've got? Like, Mm -hmm. we can't, like, call the police department and be like, hey, can you put out an APB for this person? Mm -hmm. Like, blah, blah. Because they gladly would have done it, right? Like, they want him jailed anyway. She goes into a nail salon, and then they're like... Why would like, you go into a fucking nail salon? I have no idea. Sorry. No idea. And then they're like, hey, um, yeah, I think I saw him. He's down at the 501 or the 510 or whatever it's supposed to be. It's a tavern. It's some sort of tavern. Because, of course, there has to be liquor involved at this point. And there he is. He's just eating breakfast or whatever he's doing. He's playing a piano. <gasps> That's right. He's playing a piano. This is the piano panty drop moment for this guy. This yeah, is actually but, very good. But not really. <laughs> What's I'm, he playing? Oh, He's my playing God. something classic. And then yes. he, we'll get into what yes. he starts playing yes. later. But it's just like, he's just sitting at a piano playing in the middle of this place. I don't know. Yeah. This was not the Andrew Walker panty drop piano. No, because there was nothing sexy about it. There no. was nothing. No. I guess he's supposed to be attractive and sexy. I don't know. I know. I just, I wasn't You have a press conference and you're playing a piano in the middle of a tavern in the middle of the day. And there are people at this tavern. I'm thinking to myself, what the hell do you people do? And then he starts talking about like, oh, I'm such a pot. I'm a bottomless pit of disappointment. And he's so exhausted. You know, just, it's all the poor me about like, oh, my whole life has been dictated. And like, I don't get to choose anything. Like, oh my God. Here's the thing. You may be a bottomless pit of disappointment, but I'm pretty sure you romping around in a fountain is the reason you're a disappointment. You're not helping anything. Oh, jeez. So Mandy's like, scoot over, and she sits next to him on the piano bench. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she starts talking about how, well, you know, look, like to learn how to play piano, that's something that you must have spent time and energy and like focus on and concentration and he's like yeah but i never even wanted to do it like it was something that people made me do and so i was like oh my god um, so his big rebellion yes his big rebellion was to play the 80s love ballads 
which is freaking awesome. It is that pretty would be freaking the awesome. Drop moment. This this is like the most redeeming moment of the movie that he just starts playing some Ario Speedwagon, what, what? Keep on Loving You, and it's just, you know, them chords. <laughs> and you're just like, oh man, dude, I love this freaking song. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I can get with this. I can get with this. I'm good with this now. He does say, though, that Ario Speedwagon has a very impressive catalog, and I would beg to disagree. <laughs> it's nostalgic. Sure. Sure. And for anyone that loves the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I just wrote, do they? LOL. Okay. So she's like, this is how people should see you, though. You know, mm-hmm. relaxed, you know, doing something you love. You can be this, like, kind of a little bit rebellious person or somebody who doesn't, like, march to the beat of, like, that, you know, very straight edge drum. But, like, you know, you could put your own spin on being king or prince or whatever. Um, because I don't get the sense he's going to be king. Is that no? One? No, he's just going to be okay. Anyway, he's going to be Prince Charles. Okay, fine. So, um, but then we get to the oversharing, right? Yes. And okay. But then you got to do it again. YouTube is not my friend today. <laughs> it was not loud enough. But anyway, the whole point of that was. Dead dad alert. Dead dad alert. <laughs> and it's really double dead dad alert on I, this one, y'all. They both got dead papas. <laughs> dead papas. Like, at least the mom stayed alive this time. I love it when you call me dead papa. <laughs> wow. All right. This podcast is over. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> we done. <laughs> we out. No, but... Um, and she's like, I love my dad. And I'm like, well, no fucking shit. Unless he's the deadbeat dad that they round up on Mother's Day to pay their child support. <laughs> of course you love your daddy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. There's just dead dad alert. So, wait, is that... So he does the press conference. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. Like, whatever. Either way. Oh, and Penelope looks at her and goes, that was very well written. And she's like, I didn't write it. He did. Yeah. Because all she had to do was inspire him to do it. Exactly. By just believing in him a little bit mm-hmm. like nobody else does. Um, oh yeah, because after the press conference, they're walking and this is when they have the dead dad share where he's showing her, pic- and it was so weird. He's mm-hmm. like showing her pictures out of his phone of yeah. his dad. And then she's showing him pictures out of her phone of her dead dad. And it's just like, it felt a little morbid. I was like, Oh God. Yeah. Like, this is not okay. Know. It's um, weird. The whole thing is weird at this point. Yeah. Um, and you know, he does the, nobody ever asked me what I want to do with my life. Like, and I'm just like, ugh. You're, you're going to be king. Really? Yeah, you're pathetic. You have butlers. Pathetic. You can be a jerk and people clean it up for you. Yeah. I don't feel sorry for you, dude. Sorry. Because here's Sorry, the thing. not sorry. This is the thing that drives me nuts, I guess. Like, yes, I realize if you're born into royalty, like legitimate royalty, as opposed to, you know, pomp and circumstance royalty. That you have certain things that you're supposed to do and certain things you can't do, right? Especially with Markle now. Sure. You're learning about these things. Mm-hmm. The same as when uh, William and Kate were getting married. So different things. Like they can't wear colored fingernail polish. And they always have to travel with black, but they're not actually supposed to wear black that often. And mm. this and that and the other and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, fine. So, you know, like William and Harry go to Africa and they do a lot yep. of stuff with the animals and the environment there. And their mom... 
Princess Diana was freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she did a lot of the caring for people. Just caring for people. So, you know what? If he's interested in the environment, go do something with the environment. If you're interested in kids, you know, according to Hallmark, there's an orphanage that needs a roof in every (laughs) fake kingdom in the country or in the world. I'm sure they're right down the street from one. Uh, But it's just like... Don't tell me what you're, what you, how you're told what to do. Because all I can think of is, especially how many people in this country would love the opportunity to have a decision about their life. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, no, cry me a fucking river. Cry me a river, buddy. Sorry, we're Tangent. not, we're not there. So, um, Penelope learns from the the queen that Deirdre can't actually really be Deirdre. <laughs> So this is yeah. our first break in the, um, you know, this little facade that uh, that Mandy has put up yes. that she's Deirdre. She doesn't tell the queen, but the queen says something, and she's like, "Okay, this woman is definitely not yeah. forty." Yeah, she said something like, "Oh, she's been doing this for thirty years," and she's like, "Thirty years, like, <laughs> like mm, she looks thirty, right? Exactly. All right, she's not been doing this since she was three. Meanwhile, Mandy's prancing around like things are going great, and I'm thinking to myself, how." world do you think assuming someone's personality that you look nothing like oh my god is working out well i would have hives i would be a mess if i did this Mm -hmm. and this is precisely why i don't do weird stuff like this um but anyway so fine so lady isabella goes to visit the queen and i don't know this is not really that important but you know the queen assures her this is really just for us to see her for the first Mm -hmm. time and this is where we're hashtag unimpressed um and the queen is just like you know assuring her that they're gonna make a good husband out of colin they're gonna bring him back it's gonna be cool um and she's like we get this sense that like she's just been waiting her whole life for this you know and it's kind of a little pathetic honestly like that she's just almost just been born and bred to be his you know yeah. person and it's She's, a little yeah. gross it's kind of like you it's know gross. horse breeding yeah, yeah it is it's really it's she doesn't disgusting. actually look like a horse no but i know people i mean either way um so yeah. that's fine meanwhile he's it's continuing gross. to flirt with mandy um in the states i know right yeah so um yeah and then the receptionist calls again so our our lovely you know uh, conscience. Hispanic conscience. That's Calls. what I mean. Manny's like, things Latina are going conscience. great. And I'm like, yeah. Why and, do you think that? Yeah. And she's, even she's like, have you told them yet? Because this is not going to go well, you know? Yeah. Um, and she's like, now I've had to cover for you. like Because they called the office. Because they called the office. Exactly. So, that's fine. And Penelope's smart enough. She's starting to put things together. The thing that annoys me, and she says it like 50 million times from now until the end of the movie, she's like, I know everything about everything. If you know everything about everything, here's the th- If you were the communications director <laughs> for fucking royalty, you hire a firm, you would have that woman's headshot. Yeah, true. You would know what the hell she looked like. All and she... you would know enough mm-hmm. from talking to her what her voice sounded like. Yeah. All she had had to do was go on LinkedIn. <laughs> Google, Find her whatever. face, whatever. Yeah, if this woman is so in the know, renowned, you would have. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. anyway, so Penelope also lost Colin again. Yeah, because she's so good at her job. She's so great at her job. So Mandy has to go off to find him, and she finds him at the pool, and it's really awkward and weird. No, it's not even. This is demeaning. This is fucking pathetic. So Colin right, is swimming. 
What? I said, all right, Robin. <laughs> what? Just break it down. Colin's swimming, and she goes running up to the edge of the pool. Yeah. And he pops up, and he's like, okay, I'll do whatever you want. After I'm done another lap, and he dives in and goes, and she runs down the fucking side of the pool and heels in a sundress. And back and forth. Ugh. And she goes back and forth, like, so many times. And I'm like, oh, gee, we're not, you know, instigating male dominance or how a woman has to do whatever. Like, yeah. sit your ass down in a lawn chair and exactly. be like, your ass needs to get out of there. And if you miss this, guess what? I'm still getting paid, dipshit. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Hold on a damn minute. So she's wearing one of Deirdre's outfits, apparently. Because Deirdre sees her on TV later. But, like, yeah, what? That sundress would not be fitting a woman no. who's a foot and a half taller than well, the other. And the thing is, why are you wearing a halter dress with cleavage? What, what, what happened to the suit jacket and the... We've talked about the wardrobe before. Oh, girl. I can't... Again, I cannot with this. Like... She's a fabulous looking woman. She doesn't need to wear a halter dress to like further accentuate her whatnot. Like, I would be she's terrified gorgeous. to like completely bare my shoulders at a work function. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't understand the, no. this at all. Like this doesn't make any sense to me. So that's no. fine. Um, and there's no orphanage, but we find out there is a children's hospital and it has a playroom. Of course, yes, where they do lots of sword fighting. So, um, so she's... She he's she's basically getting him to go do his community service. Yeah, Mandy's um, taking him out. He's yep doing a bunch of flipping pancakes. Yep. But she apparently knows how to flip better. And like, why on, is man. she getting in on that? Like, a PR person's job is to not do your shit for you. Which Deirdre basically told her later. But anyway, mm-hmm. yes, um, she is helping him flip pancakes. She is helping him sword fight with these kids. She is helping him do puzzles with children. And of course, there's got to be like some little poor black girl that he is talking to. But luckily, the conversation that they have is very cute and like... It is. It's legit. It's very legit. It's a very good conversation. Like, it's not super patronizing or like paternalistic or anything. Yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely. But, um... Little Black Keisha. Um, also a typical name. Anyway, that's fine. Um, in Idaho. In Idaho. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of cute, though, because she asks him, what kind of a princess would you want? Because she knows he's a prince. And so she's like, well, what kind of a princess would you want? And so he starts to describe it. Oh, kind, good heart, smart, someone who laughs, somebody who helps others. And um, she's like, oh, well, and somebody beautiful, right? And he's like, well, somebody who does all those things already is beautiful. <laughs> And I'm wow. like, you just slid right into that fake okay. accent. That was yeah. great. I know. This is how I do it. Um, so now our, her panties are basically on the floor. Mandy's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's just stepped Mine out of them. Mine would definitely have been. Yeah, but... She wasn't wearing any. That's right. Let's do that. So we find out as well that there is a 4th of July festival in the town square. There is no crazy blonde white woman who's planning a wedding at this festival for 4th of July. Not this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, Mandy gets a knock at her door later. Mm-hmm. And it's Penelope. The jig is up. Yeah. She's like, I know your shit. Exactly. Basically comes to tell her. Mm-hmm. Who the devil are you, and what has happened to Deirdre? Well, she's probably like, wait a minute. You set up all this community service. I'm the one getting the media out of the room while your panties are dropping (laughs) with a puzzle. Like, things need to be flipped here. You know what? I know you ain't who you say you are, and 
I need to call you out because I am tired of dealing with the media. But and imagine too, if you're Deirdre, right? Like we have all this exposition, right, from the from the plot. So we yeah. know that like Mandy works with Deirdre and also the but like if you're or sorry, if you're Penelope, imagine if you're Penelope and you're like, who is this woman that I've been working with this whole time? Like she doesn't even know if she's even a PR person or yeah. if she's just like a crazy person. You yeah. know what I mean? Because she, I'm pretty sure William and Harry have had plenty of crazy people that have tried to pose as who knows what. Word. Um, so that's pretty funny. Um, but so she tells her what actually happened and Penelope's like, look, I kind of get it. You still kind of fucked up and crazy. <laughs> Yeah. But I will participate in this for now because you're actually doing some good work. Like you're yeah. getting him to community service. Like he seems to like you and is responding to you. So I will go along with this. We just need to get through like whatever, three or four days mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Um, so what's really hilarious though is the prince is in his room at this point. Mm-hmm. Thumbing through photos from the day. Or maybe he finds a news article or whatever it is on his phone. And he's, like, zooming in on Mandy. <laughs> I missed that part. Yes. Wow. He's, like, on his bed in his clothes. This is, this is, and then he calls her. And he's, like. Oh, this was right before he calls her. Yeah. I'm going out. And she's, like, no, you're not. And okay. then they are out on a walk. Yeah. Together. And before, like, when they separate before, I put holy flirting and presumption. Yes. If you need anything before I see you next, you have my number. <laughs> like, ugh. I did write. He's to call her if he needs anything. And I did write anything in all caps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Preferably something. Never mind. I'm not going there. Yeah. My mind went to a very yeah. dark. Dark, dark, but. Yes. It's fun place. Yes, it's a fun place. That's good. <laughs> not something we should talk about. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they go out on a walk. Mm-hmm. And they go to the fountain. And it's hilarious because it's kind of the scene of the crime. And she tells him the story behind the fountain. Like, this is why everybody's so pissed about what you did in this fountain. Why has he not heard this yet? Uh, right, I don't know. I, I feel like know. this should have been explained day one. Yeah, right, when in he got arrested room. in the fountain. Right, exactly. And um, so you're supposed to make wishes into this fountain, like any fucking fountain that you've ever seen. <laughs> this, I know, right? How, how many people pass by a fountain that doesn't have some coins in it? Like, every fountain you know got some coins. I the know. damn fountain at the mall... <laughs> This is why you see some it. homeless people. At, the <laughs> at least where I was from, it was a, a horrible yeah, mall. They're all these failing. damn pennies. But yeah, yeah. yeah all the homeless people were in there. Like, are there any quarters? You're like, and you can't blame them. Yeah, they free money, man. Like, they need friggin' coffee or food yeah. or whatever. They want this guy to fall in love with them. Fine, give me his sandwich and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> I'm sure they work. Okay, so. And it's funny, you know what I like? I like mm-hmm. this line because he's trying to, he's like, well, do you want to make a wish? And she's like, you know what? I make my own luck, but you go ahead. You know? Yeah. And I thought that was actually kind of cool. I like that. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't really believe in shit like that. Um, anyway, he gets no back. No soulmates, no luck. No soulmates, no luck. I don't believe in stuff like that. Not, I don't want my fortune told. I don't want any of that kind of stuff. We've talked about all these things. Yeah. You guys know me by now. So... We get back to the lodge, and Penelope is all up his ass. Like, where have you been? Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, tells her that he thinks Miss Kelly, because he thinks Mandy is Deirdre. Yeah, no one's told him. Nobody's told him all this time. Because they're worried that he's going to throw a hissy fit. Yes. Here's the thing. It's going to be bad because they haven't told him. Yeah. I don't know why they haven't, like, arrived at this conclusion on that. Well, and at the piano, when they were at the piano, she's like, I know all about being told what to do and bossed around. Like, hello? Perfect opening. Yeah. 
That would have been a great time to tell him, like, listen, yeah. this is who I really am. Oh, geez. Because all this is building up. We know that this is going to be the thing yeah. that drives them apart at the end of the movie yeah. in the last 20 minutes. We and know if you that. haven't figured it out in the next five to ten <laughs> minutes, Hallmark will beat you over the head with that stick. <laughs> Just to make sure that the stupid people get it, too. <laughs> Because y'all out there. All right, so. Uh, yeah, they're probably not listening to our podcast. No, so. no, they're too dumb for this. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, we're going to get in trouble for this. No, we are going to get in trouble. Let's go. It's totally fine. <laughs> so, back at the castle, Lady Isabella goes to the queen, which I don't, I feel like, does she already live at the castle already? Apparently. Because she is just hanging know. around this bitch all the time. <laughs> People around corners. <laughs> never. Reagan and like peeping. I'm just going to say. Reagan herself is a is a person who just pops up in your business. Oh, pop up on you! So oh, pop she up she can't take it, but she will surely give it. That's right. That's right. Hey, that's. But yeah, what um, what mother really wants to invite the daughter in law into the family before the marriage? Oh my! Because most of them are hoping at the last minute their son only needs them and yeah. kicks every woman to this the curb. This girl just walks into rooms like she's living there. I don't understand. But anyway, the point is, she she goes to the queen with an idea, quote of unquote. Course. We don't hear what the idea is, but we know that it's she wants to jealous. go to America <laughs> because there's pictures of Mandy slash Deirdre all over the media. Right. Exactly. In a sundress. Yes. Halter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what that's about. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Deirdre, at this point, demands that Mandy come to her room with her clothes. <laughs> so, at this point, Deirdre saw her in the paper with her dress on. She was like, that's my dress. <laughs> and yeah, I was I'm like, sure it does not look that good on you, lady. Well, yeah, because she's like, what? This is some single white female shit. Like, why is she wearing my clothes? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, she has a complete right to be mad. Yes. Yes. But... <clears throat> but we don't like her, so we don't care that she's mad anyway. <laughs> Again, this is what Hallmark does. Mm-hmm. We're just going to dehumanize the people that we don't want. Yeah, we like. demonize them. We make but them terrible Mandy people. comes into her room, and Deirdre's like, well, I'm glad my ideas have worked anyway. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what ideas? Your big idea is an oatmeal bath because you contagious as hell. Um, this made me so mad. This made me so well, because mad. Because this is like, this is part of what we're seeing, okay? You talk about women in the workforce and equal rights and the pay gap and all this stuff. Most older women that I have experienced, mm-hmm. well, I shouldn't even say most, there are just as many women that will, as there are that will not, demean every younger woman mm-hmm. because they're like, you didn't have to fight as hard as I did. Yeah. Like, don't you dare come up and take my job because I had to work harder for this. And it's like, there's no helping. There are some women that do. Right. There are a lot of women that don't. Yeah. And that's exactly what this woman, it just feels like, again, you don't have to yeah. Like, kill she's her. threatened almost by her. She works for you, woman. Right. Take credit for that shit. Yeah, exactly. But not literally. No, no, no. Not not for stuff you like, didn't do. I've taught her how to do this. That's how you take credit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, sorry. Oh, that's fine. There. That's okay. Ahead. You're all good. Um, so, you know, she starts yelling at Mandy about, like, appearing in photos with the client and shows her the newspaper. and Which is true. Yeah. And, you know, and, and Penelope then shows up at the room. Mm-hmm. And Mandy gets really put right back in her place, honestly, at this point. Because um, Deirdre immediately asked for what? Coffee? Something. And yeah. a phone. Yeah. Go do, go run these errands, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
when Deirdre leaves, or sorry, when Mandy leaves, Deirdre's like, oh, I hope that, you know, she wasn't too much trouble or that she didn't like mess she's anything something. up, you know? And she's like, no, she's actually been quite remarkable. So Penelope, like, yeah. you know, sticks up for her and, and you know. Yeah, because she, throws she it down. did do a good job. Yeah. So she's seeing a change in the prince, mm-hmm. which is what it is. And I think he said that he finally thinks he could, like he mm-hmm. and who he is could actually be king without changing. Yeah. And so. Because she's been trying to convince him of that yeah, since day one. Like, he's finally getting it. Okay. Right. So this woman in completely. Yes. Bad. He tells Penelope that. Yes. I remember that. Yes. So Mandy goes to call Colin and she doesn't get an answer. And then she calls Penelope to find Colin and Penelope's like, Colin, like, you know, she's like, these two get real familiar. Um, so then the Penelope, or sorry. Instead of Prince. Yes. Or your highness. Exactly. So Whatever Mandy and Colin is. end up going to the 4th of July festival together. And Big shock. Oh my gosh. So they're doing all these games and she's like showing him up in the shooting game, even though he's supposed to be like a marksman or whatever. Um, and then they get to this gazebo where there's some band playing. And guess what, y'all? They gotta dance. But, Reagan, you yes. have to admit that it was probably delightful for you that it wasn't some kind of fancy dance. They held hands and they, they swayed from side to side. Oh, that like comes later, though. People. Well, it does, but... There's fucking fancy dancing later. Well, they're in a ball at that point. They're in a juba fucking league. Juba Anyway. Oh, my God. But she, like, leans her head on his shoulder. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, this is so it's like, so I know flirtatious. You're falling in love with him, but fall in love with him in your hotel room. Yes, there's it's so flirtatious. It's a lot. And people are starting to take photos. Oh, they're videotaping it. Yeah, exactly. And um he tells her she looks lovely and I'm just like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. So this all bleeds into the nighttime. So at this point, I wrote, "This is one of the longest Hallmark movies I have ever seen." <laughs> dot dot dot. Make it end. <laughs> yeah, dude, this one was pretty bad. So there's more sharing in the park, and I just wrote such a boring combo, like <laughs> completely. Like I'm done. I don't care about your families. I yes, don't care about your lives. They're just repeating all the same things they've already said. But and there's no backstory to any of these people. No, and it's the dead dads again, and it's the obligation and it's the like I don't care and then he does say to her though that you leave me gobsmacked (laughs) which yeah I totally love that I love that yeah I love that we're romantics at heart we are a little bit more modern and respect and real oh jeez and then he's about to kiss yes and there's fireworks (gasps) and he's about to kiss her and Lady Isabella shows up she's just popping in popping up popping up around corners you know know she's been watching them like I'm watching this because I want to see where it goes oh shit I didn't even think about that. She probably was. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mandy awkwardly excuses herself at this point. Um, I do put in at least both of the main characters are shitty. It's not just the woman this time. Yeah. yeah. But I still feel like Hallmark, come on. Yeah. Can we make them decent people? He And it's so funny because when after Mandy leaves and he's talking to Isabella, he is like walking in front of her, like 10 feet in front of her. Oh, he's not even acknowledging. He's pissed at her. Yeah, he's like, I don't, and he's basically told her like straight up, like, I don't even want to marry you, you know? Like, I don't even, like, why do you? And she's not even phased. She's like, oh, well. 
Yeah, he just walks away from her, basically. And so Mandy's back at her room crying, like any of us would be at that point. Mandy's crying, and Isabella's like, I'll go back to my room. And I'm like, really? Yeah, this is I'm crazy. Thinking. Crazy. Yeah. And she's really starting to ugly cry. Like, it's... it's Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, wow. Okay. Hey, at least she's doing it. Do we it. have been there. Girl, do it. You gotta do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the prince is trying to reach Mandy and, you know, Mandy, who he thinks is still Deirdre. Um, he goes to the front desk, asks for her room, and of course... Asks for Miss Kelly's room. Yeah. And, and they they of course they tell him her room, which is like, nobody no. in... Tw- this movie's from 2016. Nobody from 2016 is telling you where somebody's room is. Nope. That is... You... Listen, hospitality people. You know you done been trained. <laughs> That you don't just give some dude a lady's room number or vice versa or whatever. Just anybody. People no. are crazy. 48 hours, dateline, watch that shit. Don't do it. Okay. Violations. I think the only way Murder. that you could feasibly do this is like if the person you're talking to is the name on the credit card that you have for that room. Exactly. Like, if my boss was looking for me, I think they'd probably remind him of what room I'm in. That being said, yeah, yeah you get any crazy peeping-looking yeah. people? There were no security questions. <laughs> no. None of that. It was just like, oh, would yeah, she she's in be, 1702. Would she? He wouldn't be able to answer because he doesn't know who the hell she is. Right, and that's the point. Yep. <laughs> Anywho. So, yeah. Don't get murdered out there. Listen, I'm trying to help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he asked for it. I love that he, he asked for it in front of his fiance. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem phased at all. No. She's like, oh, okay, you're going to go to her room? All right. <laughs> I'll just go to bed with a blank like, ass look. What do people in Edgemere do in the hotels? Not get busy, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just got to say, I know lots of people that go to conferences. <laughs> so. Isabella runs into sleep. Penelope. Mm-hmm. Isabella runs into Penelope in the lobby, lobby. by the stairs. Penelope does not look happy. Well, of course she's not, because no one told her. Right. She's like, "How am I supposed to keep on top of this shit?" Exactly. So, but then she tells Penelope, yes. where the prince is going to and Deirdre's Penelope's room. Like, oh no, she's he's going to Deirdre's room. And because she, she knows the truth, so she's gotta <laughs> she's gotta thwart that. So she goes running up the stairs in heels. Dude, my heels would be off. Mm-hmm. I would be sprinting. Yes, I, we can do this. Yeah, she know. makes it. She heads him off in time mm-hmm. and convinces him to just go to your own room. Well, we've got to deal with the fact that your mother's coming. That's right. Yes, she finds. Yeah. She forget creates, about her. Scooby Doo shit. Your mom's coming. Scooby Doo shit. And she creates a it. diversion. <laughs> when anyone who feels like a disappointment, a disappointment in life, is told your, your mom's, mom's coming, coming. <laughs> dude, that shit will stop a train <laughs> for real. You like programmed in your brain, like like I'll get back to my room. Bye. All right. So next morning, this is hilarious. This is so much. This fun. is great. So they're it. So so Mandy is meeting uh, Colin and Penelope right at the coffee shop. Yeah, something like that. Yes, it is. And she is back wearing her best suit. And the prince stands up and fumbles, like, greeting her because he's, like, totally embarrassed about what happened the night before because she found out as well that they're engaged. Like, yeah, so, that was what she got upset about. Oh, Lord, it was crazy. We kind of missed that part. So, yeah, mm-hmm. she found out last Lady night. Lady Isabel could, could kind of be the inbred sister, right? Right. But no, she's yeah. the engaged. She's engaged. Mm-hmm. Or the fiancé, yes. So 
he's like, oh, I was hoping to talk. I was hoping we could talk. And she's like, well, yeah, you can right now, you know? And, um, and by the way, congratulations on the engagement. Yeah. Like, I was like, I loved this dig so much. Yes. It was beautiful. Like, it was wonderful. She was like straight face composed. And just, She's like, you ain't getting shit by me. Yeah, got it I done. got that shit out last night. Yep. You don't even know about That's it. That's right. I ugly cried last night. Yeah. I'm not you doing don't. it here in this diner or <laughs> coffee shop. Whatever. It's anyway, all the same. Whatever. So, the queen's coming for whatever reason. Mandy asks a 20-year-old guy to go buy her a formal dress. <laughs> because he's like, I think he was like the Chamber of Commerce rep or something. He gave her a basket earlier on. This like, made no sense. <laughs> But, I mean, we've seen him before. He's like, if you guys need anything, let me know. I'm the representative for all the... Whatever, right? He's a nice guy. And all I'm thinking is, small town, yeah, I know these people. Right. And he's he's very obviously flamboyantly gay. So... Do you ask him to go buy you a dress? Well, no, because we've said this in the other movies. You've never asked someone to buy you a dress. No. You ask them where to go. Yeah. We said this in Very, Very Valentine. Please listen. So, apparently, he's not gay. (laughs) Because he goes into the premier dress shop and asks for what's fashionable, and in 2016, in Idaho, it is, like, oh. pink. Like, not bright pink, not it's light pink. It's Pepto pink. pink. Yeah. yeah, Pepto pink with puffed sleeves. Oh, my god. Do you gosh. know who talked about puffed sleeves? Anne Shirley and Anne of frickin' Green Gables, written in the 1800s. This is some Laura Ashley shit like you have never seen. It is like a like a puff sleeve. It is completely Pepto the whole way through. There's got a there's a bodice and then the A line long skirt. Yes, it is a hot 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 mess. I will put it in the Instagram story because it, it's, yeah, it's terrible. Cool. Or I'll put it in the Instagram post. But anyway, oh, sorry, it was uh, Anna Green Gables was 1908. Oh okay, well we're eight whatever. years off. It's fine. It's totally fine. So. um... So this is all, everything's going to blow, and you know it, because yeah. not only is she wearing this der- terrible dress, the queen's coming, mm-hmm. Deirdre is up and about now, her rash is gone, so... And Isabel goes to her room. Yes. And yes. Or figures it out somehow. Yes. Isabel, yeah, she like runs into Deirdre, or she goes to Deirdre's room, or runs into her in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, we forget. It and doesn't matter. she introduces herself as, hi, I'm Deirdre Kelly. And Isabel's like, wait a minute, you're Deirdre Kelly? And then... She goes, hmm, isn't this interesting? Yes. <laughs> I am intrigued. Yeah, she doesn't yeah, introduce I'm herself. She's, she says, she says, oh, and you are? And she's like, intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Because that's, yeah. Great writing, Hallmark. Right. That was really just... You're going to win something for that. Yeah, it just teed up the commercial is all it did. Um, so anyway, but she's basically like, what the fuck? But here, and here's the thing. We, we go to this ball, right? Mm-hmm. Freaking Mandy actually wears the dress because she apparently doesn't have time to go fix it. No. Be fashionably late in something that looks amazing. Oh my god. Or could have run down the street and found something. But Deidre, probably because she's insulted as hell, mm-hmm. like walks in or walks down, whatever, and she starts introducing herself. And I'm thinking to myself, if you are as good of a PR person as you are, you mm-hmm. would know. That telling the queen what really happened, or telling anybody what really happened, is yeah. going to ruin your credibility. Exactly. It's going to ruin everything you're trying to do. Yep. It's just going to be horrible. It's going to be terrible. It's not the way to go. So anyway, they all have emotional responses, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, but again, I just, I think, 
Deidre was looking out for herself and not for her client, which I don't really think is appropriate. Right. And I mean, I don't know. You, you, we all hustle in our own way, right? Ray and I are very professional people. We have good jobs for the most part, on my end. Um, but <laughs> we have good jobs. Reagan has an awesome job. Um, my job's pretty good. But I just think, like, even we would know, right? You're, yeah. what, HR and business, now management. Yeah. I, planning, management, friggin' teaching, all of it. You do not ruin something. You would know that telling the truth, at this point, yeah, would ruin everything. Yeah. Because there's going to be a blow up. Yeah, you got you to gotta patch this up. You got to, like... Uh, you know I'm her assistant man smooth it over just for 24 not even 24 hours we're talking 12 hours at this point and so emotional responses blah 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 oh my god Deidre blah 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 it's all very dramatic I'm like done so but she basically says get your ass back to New York and clean off your desk because you are fired yes and Mandy's like Look at me. I'm in this prom dress. Can you, like, not do this now? I am already humiliated. Now I'm ugly crying in public because the prince hates me. That prom dress was wearing her. It was not her wearing that prom dress. It was terrible. It was, it was horrible. Really bad. Um, so, yeah. The whole thing blows up. She's got a... She basically... So, she, so, Colin goes outside when he finds out everything. And then she goes out... Because he's mad. And yeah. So, he's sitting... He's, like, standing out on the bridge looking out over the water. Like, what the hell just happened? And she goes out after him. And I liked this conversation they had because... Because they call each other out. They call each other out. Exactly. Like, he's like, oh, I can't believe you weren't honest with me. And she's like, okay, well, you also were not fully forthcoming either... I find out that you're engaged yeah. to this woman. Like, you didn't say that. Yeah, know. as you were trying to kiss me. Exactly. With like, the romantic fireworks. I and love that she... conversation. Because <laughs> that's exactly. romantic. I love that she called him out. I thought that was great. I do, too, because it's very common in the Hallmark movies for the woman to take all the blame. Right. And she's yes. like, oh, hell no. They love to do that with us. Like, yeah, I screwed up, but so did you. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she goes back to New York. Yes. They go back to Edgemere. <laughs> I don't even, yeah, I don't even know where it's supposed to be. I don't know either. Hold on, I gotta look at my notes. Oh, okay, so they're back in Edgemere. Um, so Penelope has a heart-to-heart with Colin about how she always knew about Mandy. She basically told him that. Like, I knew the mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, but I was bored by this. I didn't take any notes on no, this. No, it's I fine. I was just like, I'm done. But she's like, you know, Mandy brought out the best in you, you know, mm-hmm. and I could see that, and that's why I kind of let it keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, it and, doesn't matter what her name was type of thing. Right, but she's like, you know what? You need to do what you feel is best, and you have like kind of like stay true to yourself. It's kind of her main message here. So you get to the ball. Here comes Lady Isabella. And so, you know, and she's just, she's just rolling through this thing, like, all the shit that happened didn't really happen, and, like, she's just like, whatever, you know yeah, what I like, mean? Like, I'm about ready to take my, my yes, crown. Yes, she is the most Which, oblivious human being. Again, queen has been universe. queen for 25 years and looks fucking amazing. You are yeah. not going to be queen anytime soon, so just back yeah. the hell off. He, well, but basically, she pops up and he eye rolls at her. <laughs> oh, completely. And does not even acknowledge, does not even turn around and look at her. He's done. He is so over her. He's and like, I hate women. Yeah. 
He says... And you're the worst. You don't love me, Isabella, and I don't love you. And that's not a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. That's Why does true. he have to be dropping it, you know? But, and before we get here, yeah. um, just a, a couple steps back, because, you know, they're getting ready for this ball and everything in Edgemere. Edgemere. But Mandy stops by Deidre's office, because she's told to, while she's cleaning out her office. And then Deidre's like, well, you know, you really screwed up, but I probably would have done the same thing. As a matter of fact, I would have done the same thing. You remind me of me, so you're not fired, you have a promotion. <laughs> and I got this invite to the Jubilee Ball because we did such a good job, but since I didn't do anything because I had chicken pox, here's a credit card to go find yourself a dress and go. Go fight for him. And she even brings it up, like, why didn't you fight for him? And she's like, he's fucking engaged. This of course, is, that has never stopped me. <laughs> this is the most bullshit display of, like, we got to tie this shit up yeah. <laughs> that I've ever seen in a Hallmark movie. Yeah. She just flipped so quickly, like, mm-hmm. no, actually, let me be nice to you now. She does it in still kind of a bitchy way. Because well, she's, yeah, she's a horrible person. Because she's still a horrible person. But, like, she gives her all this stuff and a promotion and it, like, and the credit card and the flight to the Edgemere. Like, what? Yeah. Like, no. This is You ruined old. everything because right. you couldn't stand it. Right. That she got attention and you didn't. And that yeah. she got the job done without you. And now you're going to, like, what? Like, someone, like, maybe it's a public company and the board of directors finally called together and been like, bitch, you need to just calm it down and look at what this woman did. Oh, my God. I mean, hopefully they didn't say that. But they might have. They might have. So, anyway, yes. So back to the the castle where we're having the and again this room that mm-hmm. looks so damn shabby for this ball. I just this jubilee it. room. It looks terrible. It looks it okay. It looks like you got the conference center <laughs> at the low end Hilton in the city. <laughs> the low end Hilton. There's a couple of drapes. The Hampton Inns. <laughs> There's some like brass looking, trying to be gold va- vases, vases, whatever the hell you call it. What? What? Shout out Hampton Inns. <laughs> Dude, I love the Hampton Inns. I do be staying there. <laughs> uh, but the, and the thing that drove me nuts about this whole, you know, I don't love you, you don't love me, crap. Is it's like I hate this whole concept we have of duty over affection. Like, it is not your job to stand by someone who treats you like shit. No. Or who's using you for something else just because, oh, no, you might hurt their plans if you leave. You need to get the fuck over that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. That Do it yourself. Doesn't make any sense. Anyway. So, basically, after he has this conversation with Lady Isabella, you know, and they kind of have a, a back and forth, you know, she, and I like that she kind of finally puffs up and says you know marriage isn't just about like love and like attraction or whatever it's about duty and you know to robin's point yes it's not just about that but yeah like she's like you know you're a selfish brat you think you love her da 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 and i can kind of see from her point of view how what she's been reared for she feels like you know, you're it's just being job. frivolous. Yeah, exactly. I, that's actually true. She does approach it almost like a job. Like, this is her career, you yeah. know? And I'm he's qualified trying for to, this. Yeah, and you're trying this to take her tramp. career from her. Yeah. She's coming in. She's not She's not qualified for this. Yeah, and she says, oh, you think you love her? The American? The liar? I love that. That was actually a great line. Um, the fact that the liar is American? or No, it just, I just love how she just, like, put it all out there. And um, he was like, listen, there's no going back now. Like, yeah. I'm done. 
you know. So he tells the queen mother, look, there's not going to be an announcement. And Lady Isabella done left. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because she knew that there was... Yeah, we done. We done. Um, and he's like, there's going to be a scandal. So, yeah. Just get deal ready. with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then this was like the easiest conversation. She was just like, oh, okay. I love you, son. Yeah. <laughs> I love you and it's all good. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then he turns Which around. Which I think is true, right? Mm-hmm. You have a son. Yeah. Now, granted, he's a long time before he gets married. Yes. Hopefully the same for me, good but I don't Lord. know. Uh, he, he's been marrying his girlfriend like every three weeks yeah. for a while. Anyway. Dallas has um, different ones. <laughs> awesome. He's already a player. He's Great. Already. Yeah. Um, Jelly love. But yeah, I think moms ultimately want the best for their kids. Yep. And this is probably the first time we see a queen that acts like, I love my son more than I like the throne. Sure. Yeah. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah. But she's like, all right, just be prepared. Yeah. But she's probably thinking to herself like, Really, the scandal over Lady Isabella is probably the easiest scandal we've ever had to deal with. So yeah. Cool. Is this really a scandal? Like, that he's going to marry no, an American woman? Like, apparently no one knew. Well, cause it wasn't about him marrying an American no. woman. Because at that point, he didn't like her either. That was Cambria. <laughs> that was Cambria's issue. This is Edgemere is much looser with the marriage situation. Yeah. Again, um, it's probably maybe the reason he went to Greenbrier Briar is because they're like sister cities because they have the same population. You know, we still don't know why he went there, y'all. There's okay, like six families and a couple businesses, <laughs> couple failing businesses. Amazon probably delivers, and that's about it. That's right. As long as that's happening, they have their own zip code, so they're um, legit. So he turns around, <laughs> and there's Mandy. And she is looking smoking hot. That is a great dress. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful on her. She looks really good in it. And, and the then, problem is she forgot to pack shoes. Like, which, uh, no. <laughs> they you know how I am about this. We are both on this. She's wearing freaking sneakers. Okay, I'm sorry. Every airport you, goes, you go into has those, like, cheap Dr. Souls, uh black flats that you're supposed to keep in your purse when you go out drinking and want to take off your heels. Like, please. You can find some damn... Bunny slippers would have been better. If you fly into Heathrow, (laughs) you can get you some pumps. You can get you some shoes. I promise you that. Anyway, it's fine. So, I just wrote, who are these people who can't pack right and dress right in castles? Um, And then... They're writers for Hallmark. What's hilarious, though, is that... In the background, and they, they did this, I think, when they were in the park. And it was funny because mm-hmm. I was watching this with Jason again. And he goes, do you hear the REO Speedwagon? And I was like, oh, my God. And he I had it pointed it. out to me in the park. But then I noticed it at the end. I didn't notice it at the park. I noticed yeah. it at the end. Exactly. So I can't be mad at that. I do mm-hmm. love the, those little notes of, mm-hmm. like, they keep bringing in, keep on loving you. It's good. And they kiss on the dance floor while he's teaching her to waltz. Waltz. <laughs> Book. Just look in my eyes. Well, if I look in your eyes, I'm going to step on you. Yeah, you know, it's Tell not... Tell me what to do before we take That's off. not going to help. Okay. Yeah, I do love the influence of the 80s music. It's a happy ending, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to vomit. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, I would never watch this one again. No. For me... Okay, so let's just take them out. Cheese Factor. Oh, it is five. Oh, jeez. All these royal ones, like we said, they're just... They're so manufactured. Like, these things would never happen. Complete stereotypes. I mean, if we just jump to stereotype, that's mm-hmm. pretty much a five. Yeah, because we said believability already, like, is, like, oh, a one. No. 
No. This would never happen. At least Meghan Markle has some class, right? Yeah. So I've been reading some articles about how apparently, like, she divorced her first husband. Mm -hmm. I didn't know she was married before. Yeah. But she just, like, walked out on him. Yeah. And, like, mailed him her ring. I'm like, oh, Oh, girl. See, and we said that in Bride for Christmas. She should have just mailed the ring. Yeah. (laughs) Just saying. She's classy. She's doing her stuff. The marriage wasn't working fine. Apparently, her ex-husband is, like, mad as hell. But then again, she's marrying a prince. Yeah. Yeah, I'd kind of be mad as hell, too. Yeah, I get that. Um, But, yeah, a lot more class. Yeah. Like, own up to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This whole weak woman shit. I'm, I'm over it. I know. And the whole assuming the identity, like, ugh. And the getting the, the like, stage fright when she opened the door and she couldn't, like, speak. Like, ugh. That's ridiculous. Really? You're so ridiculous. Diversity. Like a 1.5. Yeah. So we had the, the Latina receptionist. Jimmy Cricket. Grim Jimmy Cricket, right? We had Jamal in the meeting who had yeah. one very short line. Yeah. He had to find dirt on the on the sheriff who cared enough about the historic fountain in his town. Girl. You know, his biggest crime is he stole one piece of five cent candy sometime when he was around 10. Listen, it's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> And the streets of Greenbrier. What? The streets of Greenbrier. Um, and then... They rough. They real rough. Um, so, overall... Um, chemistry. Oh, chemistry. That's right. I don't know. They played okay off of each other. I feel but like the whole they, thing was just a farce. I yeah. couldn't... I would give them a four for chemistry. I feel like they did they did do well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they did play... I think, like you said, they played well, but... I'm, I'm, Anyone can play well when they're reminiscing over their dead fathers. Is it good acting? Dead Dad's Club. Jeez. All right. Overall, like one glass of Prosecco. Yeah. And then you'll be vomiting, so just don't even try. Yeah, this is a one. I mean, you're going to need five to get through it. And it's going to be the $5 Prosecco. Only one. It's not going to be the $12 Prosecco. No. Yeah. This is like that real cheap shit. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. Don't waste it. Sorry. Yeah. We apologize for this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, the next one we're gonna watch is the Dater's Handbook. Yes. So we're gonna finish out Markle season with Markle. Finish it strong. <laughs> what? With a Markle. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So again, email us, guys. Yeah. No one emails us, please. No. We're starting to feel lonely. <laughs> no one emails. And us. pathetic. No, I'm kidding. Um, we've gotten some good feedback on iTunes. If you're going to rate us on iTunes, can you just write something? Yeah. Not just the stars. Only because we really need it. I don't know about Reagan. I need it. Um, some guy thinks my voice is really cute. So, woohoo. Oh, really? I'm okay with that. Was that on there? That was on Potomatic. Like, I didn't know people oh, commented on there. And then I saw so it. That's so cute. And I was like, all right, cool. Oh, that's very I lovely. think I sound like Britney for Spears, so thank you. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's a good place for us to exit. Um... We have really enjoyed this. No, we didn't. This one was yeah. terrible. <laughs> We've enjoyed the, the angry orchard. Okay. We did. We, we enjoyed each other more than we enjoyed anything else. So, um, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next time with another episode of Happily Never After. Bye.